It's the Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. And welcome to another Tuesday morning, the 5th of July today for 2022. And coming up, we're talking with Gavin Hickney from Perth and looking at WA Property and in particular the quick turnaround times for properties selling there. Amy is also here giving you that all-important information about the Hunter Valley prize that we are giving away which includes the two-night stay. There's a five-course meal with wine, helicopter flight. There's more wine tasting. Breakfasts are included. There's a balloon flight. There's go-karting, and that's just to name some of the prizes inside this massive package. Now, all you need are the seven secret words like a loft, Whoops, I guess I've just made it six secret words. So find the secret words like McCure. Whoops, I've done it again, which means now you've only got five of them to find. So Aloft and McCure, those are two. Find the other five and Amy will give you more details. If you're celebrating your birthday today for the 5th of July, happy birthday. In the history books, we want to give out a a big shout out to Australian tennis player Norman Brooks. Because in 1907, he became the first non-Englishman and left-hander to win Wimbledon men's tennis. And it was such an achievement because for 30 years, from 1877 to 1907, an Englishman won it every year until Norman came along. And he's our hero for today because he was back seven years later in 1914 to reclaim it for a second time. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All right, let's turn our attention to your weather around Australia. And first we go to Sydney where the rain is going to continue today, expecting a high of 18 degrees. And if you've been evacuated from New South Wales overnight, the very best of luck for your Tuesday. Melbourne expects some cloud around, but it should be mainly dry. 15 degrees is your forecast top. Brisbane expecting a rainy Tuesday, 17 is your forecast high. Perth also expecting some showers and your high is 17 degrees. Grab your coffee and switch on your real estate breakfast every weekday morning from 6.30. The competition is now open. You can enter the Hunter Valley Prize giveaway. Remember, you need seven secret words. If you are not a Breakfast Club member yet, you can put in the header, New Breakfast Club Member. And please include your phone number. We need to be able to contact you if you win. You can email us at myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. Entries close on the 10th of July. Good luck. From first home buyers to property investors and everything in between. Every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. As we've been saying, not all property is experiencing gloomy downturns in property prices around Australia. Domain carried a story a couple of days ago about property prices in some of Perth's suburbs and in a lot of cases the median selling time is just seven days, which can't be said for a 
lot of other suburbs around the country. So let's welcome into the Breakfast Podcast from Perth, property commentator Gavin Hegney. Good morning, Gavin. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Craig. It's great to be with you. And it seems it's all happening in Perth, the spot to be if you want your property sold quickly and without a fuss, seven days. Some areas are actually really still red hot in demand in Perth and it's not happening across the board, but the areas that are really in demand tend to be the lower end of the market and they are selling really quickly. Yeah, well, we've got the median selling time of 15 days. So what has been happening in Perth from where you sit over the last couple of months with everything that is going on? We've got a very, very tight rental market, as is, as is the case in many parts of Australia. Our, our vacancy rates, some are around about 1% and our rents are rising very strongly. So that, that's pushing tenants into the market, along with investors actually getting, for the first time, some reasonable yields on their on their purchase. And Perth prices, the, the average yield is around about 4.4% growth. So it's about the second highest in Australia. So very strong yielding. And what's happened though is we were having a, a real patchy boom. So we've seen areas like Cottesloe just leapfrog, top end of the market, leapfrog two, three, four hundred thousand dollars in each sale and just all of a sudden put on somewhere between fifteen and twenty percent in a very short period of time. That then has a knock-on effect to other markets. And now it's hitting the lower end of the market. And some sectors like, you know, the Kingsleys of this world, which are just average type areas, well located, built in the sort of the 80s and 90s, but they're around median house price or slightly above. They are really being bought up really strongly and there's buyers waiting for those properties. And you're anticipating a recession, I saw, within the next 18 months, but you are predicting Perth property prices would fare a great deal better than the eastern states. So tell us a little bit more about your thinking in that respect for Perth. Yeah, well, I mean, Perth went into the GFC, the equal highest housing prices in Australia. They were equal to the Sydney median at that stage, which was around $500,000. So hence, we went into about six or seven years of real financial pain after that because we were well and truly overvalued after the commodities and resources boom that we had in the, in the late 2000s. Longer term, Perth should be somewhere around about the fourth highest. It tends to sit in that sort of level. Now, to get back to fourth highest from where we are at the moment, we need an increase in value of just over 20% just to get back into fourth place, which is what they call a reversion to mean. So we go into this downturn. When I say downturn, doubling of interest rates doubles the cost of housing and decreases borrowing capacity significantly for, for all buyers or all owners. And so therefore, it has to have a detrimental effect on prices over the time. We've seen this happen two or three times before. We'll probably see it happen again. But Perth housing prices at the moment, if you look at the Reserve Bank formulas and you put in the stats into the Reserve Bank formulas, uh, it shows Perth housing prices currently about 10% undervalued. Looks good at the moment and as we enter into this sort of rising cost of real estate in all areas of Australia because of interest rates. Yeah, well, people have to adapt. It doesn't matter which state that they're in. They've got to adapt to the current market. So what should people be thinking about in Perth right now? Yeah, well, I suppose it's it's like any situation where you've got rising interest rates, you know, look at your finance and that's always your risk management tool. So are you with one bank? If you've got multiple properties, can you be with multiple banks? Because when times get tougher in the economy, banks get scared and they change their policies. And sometimes if one bank changes their policies, you could be suffering as a result of that, whereas another bank may not. So I always say to people, try and have at least two banks and don't have your properties cross-collateralised between the two. So have 
have them as standalone facilities if you can. It's not a time to be overweight in property, although you still got to buy the right thing. Now, one of the things I've noticed, Craig, is that at the moment, about 25% of the properties sold in new housing areas in Perth are from investors coming out of Sydney. The really interesting thing about that is that often value is spotted outside of the state rather than in the state, and the locals are usually caught napping and the last ones to see it. But the timing's quite good, but perhaps the type of property they're buying is not the best. So look at the opportunity to get the right sort of property if you're investing, and also look at the opportunity to get the right sort of property for a homeowner occupier. Because I know we hear about superannuation all the time, and that's so important, but you've only got one principal residence, which is capital gains tax-free. Make it a good one. Make it a really good one, and that can set you up for retirement. I'd argue it's more important to get a good one of those than even your superannuation, because that will set you up financially. So position yourself for the right sort of property. And it's always about, not so much about what you pay, but what you buy. Make sure you're owning the right thing in the years ahead. Yeah, that's the key is owning owning the right thing. Now, you mentioned Kingsley as one of the areas that is performing well. Another area is Woodvale in terms of value for money with good buying. So tell us a little bit about those areas a little bit more in detail. Yeah, well, uh, Perth has a spine running north and south, which is a freeway and a train line. And Woodvale sits in the northern suburbs, uh, about uh, 20 kilometres from the, from the CBD. Really well-developed area, housing uh, and really well-serviced with schools and shops and everything else. And it sits on the spine, that transport spine back into the CBD. But interestingly, and I know we always always look at what are the next hot areas, et cetera, but Woodvale and Kingsley at the moment, you're buying a, a substantial brick and tile home, might be a four bedroom home on a big block in a, in a really nice residential area. You're buying it at probably one to $200,000 more than the median price in Perth. So you kind of, you know, a slightly above average price, but a well above average property. And you're buying in those properties, you're buying probably 70% land value. Now, it's always your land that drives in growth and your buildings that tend to depreciate, other than going through a building boom, which we're going through at the moment. Um, but if you've got an asset which is sort of 70% land value, it's a very strong driver of growth and it's well-serviced. you just got to let time do the work and that sort of thing. Very different if you're holding a property where you've got perhaps 30 or 40% land value and a large percentage of the value tied up in the buildings because the buildings tend to depreciate at about 2% a year. So that's what I mean. If you can hold the right sort of asset, um, very strong rents in those areas, very strong demand for rental properties and there's buyers waiting to get in there. It's a very affordable area to get into but a very, I wouldn't say upmarket but it's better than, certainly better than average in Perth. And just before I let you go, Gavin, uh, some are forecasting WA's strong market conditions are going to last for some time, largely fuelled by the state's strong economy. Yeah, well, it's going to be really interesting to see because when we had the economy firing on all cylinders before, we had very strong international migration into Australia, into, into sorry, into Western Australia. And then we stopped our international students. We've only just, the state government has just allocated just over $40 million to attract international students again. So we're back in that game. And on top of that, we are in a position where as the migration moves in, if we've got the jobs, people move for work, weather, weddings, or you could argue wellness as well, well, we've certainly got the jobs and the high paying jobs. So that's going to be on the radar screens of migration. So I'd expect as migration picks up in Australia, and it was the biggest business prior to the pandemic, as migration picks up in Australia and Perth standing in good stead, I think we'll see probably above average numbers of people coming into Perth, which just could be the X factor that drives Perth a bit longer than otherwise would have been driven. 
Good on you, Gavin. Well, thank you for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast this morning. Enjoy your day there in Perth and we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Craig. It's been fantastic. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. Thank you.